This episode of Truth Table is brought to you by InterVarsity Press, whose vision is to catalyze redemption, restoration, and revival in our divided and broken world. Follow IVP on Twitter at IV Press and visit IVP's website at www.ivpress.com. Hey, y'all. This episode of Truth's Table was recorded prior to the news of the lynching of Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor. So stay tuned for a special prayer toward the end of this episode. Hey y'all, welcome to Truth's Table, Midwives of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm McKemini. I'm Michelle. And I'm Christina. This table is built by Black women and for Black women. So welcome to the table, sisters. How y'all doing? Well, well, well. Well. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even. <laughs> well, well, well. No. Well, well, well. That's about <laughs> And that's a lie, too. You know what I'm saying? It's a pandemic. What is going on? What is going on? I went off this crazy oh, no. train. How? Today. I- Tired of being confused. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm I am tired of being confused. 2020 is out of pocket. All right. <laughs> we need to refund discipline right now. Right now. <laughs> and not the biblical one. I'm talking about the old school go to the front of the church and embarrass is- somebody one. They hey. <laughs> No, 2020, 2020 needs wow. to pull a switch. Go pick a switch. Go pick <laughs> it. Get it now. That's We're going full flesh, corporal punishment. Call the motherboard. Oh, my goodness. 2020 is wild, y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's happening. We ready. We ready. ready. I need everybody on every we... behavior in 2020. <laughs> you, you said you need, you, what did you say? You need everybody on behavior. behavior in 2020 because we cannot suffer fools right now. It's just everyone <sighs> do right. Oh. Now, goodness! Oh my! Starting God. this second right now, it's, now, dude, right now. It's like right every time we come to the table, it is something new. I'm like, what Either. is happening? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm tired already. I get up at like in the more early morning, six thirty-seven. I'm like, I'm tired already. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going back to sleep again. Exactly. <laughs> I literally told you, I was like, I got to adjust my bedtime something got to give because I was like, I'm tired. Yes. I, I am so done with uh, Zoom meetings. Oh, I just, yeah. I, I can, I can. I, yeah, the Zoom yeah. You know, so and it's, it's not good Zoom etiquette to mm-hmm. not show your face on the Zoom. Can't you just sometimes oh, really? it out? I think that's it. Yeah. I, no, I, mean, that's I, think, I think there are unruly about that. <laughs> Um, I didn't the know people that. who don't show their faces, I'm always like, boo, I want to show your face. But today, I literally was like crossing my eyes, falling asleep. I was so tired. <laughs> I was like, these people are going to be looking like, what's wrong with the woman over there in the corner? No. She awake? Ed, is she okay? That was <laughs> I was that box on the Zoom today. Mm-hmm. Hey, we all get those those moments. We, we, we get a chance to be that box on the Zoom. 
on the Zoom when we are living in the land of bees and disease and oh my. Hello. On the table. You be the OMAD. Let me tell y'all something. Lions, tigers, and bears, oh my, for sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's, it's bees, disease, and oh my. That's what's on the table, y'all. Look. I remember growing up in the 90s and there was this thing about killer bees. Y'all remember that? There was like this like obsession about oh, killer yeah, bees yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I don't even that. know if there are killer bees a real thing. I don't know. I guess I could Google it. But I, think so. <laughs> I remember them saying killer bees, killer bees this, killer bees that. And ne- I didn't see nary one a killer bee. Nobody told mm. us about the murder hornets now. Mm. Nobody. Nobody warned us about the murder hornets. Lord Jesus. Y'all, just in case you don't know what murder hornets are, let me just tell you a little something. Please explain that. Let me just explain. Okay. This is from CBS News. We'll put the little link in our um, show notes. Okay. So a roughly two inch long insect known as the murder hornet has made its way to the U.S. for the first time ever, researchers said. The Asian, now why do you got to put everything on Asians? I, I just, this is what they say. It's not me, but I just, I'm always like side eye on that. But okay. The Asian giant hornet, Vespa mandarinia, has been known to kill up to 50 people a year in Japan, according to the New York Times, and has the potential to devastate the U.S. bee populations, which have already been declining. Y'all know the bees have already been on the struggle bus. So. Anyways, these hornets have made their way to Washington State and they're trying their best to try to, you know, eliminate them. But y'all, the murder hornets are on the loose. And I just, and them things, them johns are big, y'all. They big. Yeah. They but why, why wouldn't they? About the whisk, they're about the whisk. They would be here, it'd be 2020. <laughs> it'd be 2020. Why, why not? Why not? Yeah, it's about the width of like the human palm, like from the pictures that I've seen, y'all. Like, y'all. What 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 y'all? It's feeling real Old Testamenty out here. I don't know. <laughs> Old Testament licious. <laughs> I don't know what to say no more. I really don't. <laughs> Just... No, I don't want to play anymore. You know, it's interesting because you know, there's a lot of people who are coping with the pandemic by. So it's a season of grief. And so people are literally going through the cycle of grief, the stages of grief. And I think a lot of people are smooth chilling in the the denial stage for a very long time. And, but I promise you every week or at least every two weeks, there's something crazy that pops off where it's like, I'm trying to pull you out of denial. And I think this week it was the crazy, uh, humongous bees that it was like, and now we have bees coming. <laughs> so you, I need you to, I need you to wake up. I need you to sober up. So it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's a lot. I don't know. And what, what are your thoughts? What, I mean, <laughs> what are your deep clarifying what, points for us? I What's mean, <laughs> I don't have, um, I haven't applied eloquence to my emotions as of yet. <laughs> I just, they're mostly happening. And I'm mumbling them in silent prayer. Just the spirit has to give utterance to all of all of my wanderings. I think, <laughs> I think there's, of course, we're in the season of just one thing after another. Why? Right. Why? Why not? Why wouldn't mm. it be? You know, as we <laughs> just said, like what, what else would it be? Um, I was on a on a phone call doing some electoral justice work. We were talking about, oh, this is just 
going to ruin or really be challenging for vote by mail. There's so many people working to to protect voters, to have a safe democratic process when before COVID-19, it was already hard enough to have an equitable as in a democratic, democratic process. Right, right, (laughs) right, right. So, you know, why not have a a literal locust swarm in the motherland, of course, (laughs) and now murder hornets in the Americas? I mean, it's just... We don't know what God is doing, but I can promise you that, um, yeah, that I, I think it's fair to say we're in a season of lament and crying out. I mean, uh, I think it's fair to it's fair to label this one as a some wilderness worship when worship right. happens. <sighs> remember the wilderness, right, right, so. right, right. And I just keep on coming back to. I mean, it's just like just seeing everything just with the um, the um, anti lockdown. Um, rebels not protesters rebels um defying you know stay-at-home orders and everything it's just i'm just like looking all around and not just not only just them but just the way that um you know a pandemic right or plague okay because this is what this is it ought to make people to tighten up you know or sober up and go, wait a minute. You would I'm think. Quite li- you would think I'm quite no. literally not in control. Like, hold no. up. Maybe, maybe there's something going on, you know, in the cosmos, literally. <laughs> and this is a time for us to sit, reflect, you know, confess sin, repent, Always and turn. Um, and I just, I'm just thinking, I, I literally, the, the scripture that came to mind was just Judges 21, 25. You know, there was no king in Israel and everyone did what was right in his own eyes. And that, and I just see that over and over and over again, just seeing people, people's, you know, statuses and posts and, and just the craziness that's going on right um, in the government, uh, the bureaucratic chaos over there. Um, what's happening with these, you know, demonstrations and protests. And it's just, it is crazy to see the way that, um, the, the way that sin hardens, even in the midst, you know, of something that's like, so obviously cosmological, like that's good's going on and people still won't pull up, you know? Um, so it's pretty sobering. It's pretty scary. You know, when I think about that, I'm like, Lord, keep me close to the cross. I mean, really, keep me close to the cross, you know, like, like, let your grace (laughs) continue to overshadow me, to continue to um, anchor me. Uh, Mm -hmm. My goodness. You know, like, it's just, I don't know. It's sad. It's really, really sad. I'm glad you lifted up that text. I mean, because I think um, it it is a, it's a sobering reflection for this moment. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, Obviously, it it reminds us of, you know, how we ought to be in a place of gratitude and longing for Mm -hmm. the soon returning king uh, for Christ. Yes. Uh, Like, come on now, crack the sky. Any day now. Any day. Before the bees come. Um, But but in addition to that, it it lets you know how, you know, that people, we are not, we're not, um, it's not in God's moral will that we would uh, hoard power and rule over each other abusively right. but there is um leadership is in order and Come on. we have Come on. Uh, we have an absolute leadership just deficit Whew. 
in the in the land <laughs> like but i mean not just the federal government i think is an easy one to pick on but i mean just uh man i just you know i i didn't leadership development did not used to be my thing until about a few years ago and i just kept being like mm. somebody go manage this is can we mm. and and what it says about the people when mm. we don't want leadership or when we fall behind or follow behind incompetent and unethical leadership, what it says about the state of right. our hearts mm-hmm. and the whole wickedness. Mm-hmm. And so um, that text is so important. And then ultimately it yeah. falls on, we want to do what we want to do. We, we, yeah. we want to do what is right in our own eyes. Um, and that's really, that's really in the will of God, you know, so um, the moral will of God. So, mm. yeah, I think that was an important text to reflect on. Yeah, I was just like, I've been in there. I've been in Daniel, um, mm-hmm. looking at Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. Just because looking at him. Like, uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> looking at him on TV. That's looking who we at got right on. now. That's who we got right now in the White House. Looking at his name on my check. I'm like, Lord, help us. <laughs> Lord Jesus. I'm like, help looking us. His name on a building. Just looking at him. Girl. <laughs> It's a lot. I'm like creepers. It's I'm just trying to. I mean, and we we knew this that we knew that this it could go yeah. here. Now we yeah. I, we didn't see a pandemic. And by we are you now who who's in your we? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. the people on like, this call or let me clarify. <laughs> let me clarify <laughs> and pull it out. So the three of us knew. <laughs> the us is new. And then outside of the us's, the sisters, okay, the black women at the table knew, okay, what time it was. Deeper. But don't nobody listen to black women. Gosh, so this nobody listened. <laughs> I mean, now we didn't know a pandemic was going to come, but we had concerns that, you know, war could happen. We, could, we had concerns yeah. that if this man was elected and anything serious pops off, we was going to be in trouble. And we we knew that much Mm -hmm. exactly. We do we knew that much. Now he told us we didn't know it was gonna be this bad. (laughs) Now we 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 didn't think that we'd have a pandemic and uh, the the occupant of the White House would just be cool with three thousand deaths a day. And that's just what we're gonna do, so we can open up. Hello, pro life because he's so pro life, right? (laughs) Yeah, we didn't know that. We didn't know he's gonna be disbanding the coronavirus task force and just let things go on as it is. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. We also didn't know we yeah. didn't have we were gonna have a leader who would not learn from South Korea, learn from China, learn from the actual no, uh, why would you learn from people that are doing well. Why would you learn from people that you right. don't think are people? That just right. not gonna happen. Right. We did it, it's just it's a lot. It's just really a lot. And I, I'm just I'm just so tired of the facade of this pro life. It's all a sham. It's all a sham. All mm. lives do not matter. Okay. Well, that's they only seem to communicate. Right. That's clear. <laughs> you, you don't care. They, it don't matter if they if they seventy five and older. You don't care. Okay. Mm. Come on. <clears throat> it's your nana. How? Why do if I it's your nana, nana you don't care. Than you. <laughs> why do I love my your nana if it's, more than you love if your it's nana? Toby Rose, Rice, you don't care. Come on now. Goodbye. Like I'm just, I'm tired. It's just, it's just too much. It's absolutely too much, and it's just like the lovelessness that just abounds. It's so wicked. They're yeah. so wicked. Yeah. These people are lost. Yeah. They are under a strong delusion. Yeah. White evangelicals who have voted for this man are under a strong delusion yeah. and are believing in a different gospel, period, point blank. And the onus is on you to prove to me that what I'm saying is false. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I'm tired. Goodbye. Make it play. It's on you right now. As a matter of fact, <laughs> before y'all tweet anything, you're right. You're right. Do right. What is wrong? What's wrong? This is not rocket science. I just, I'm tired. Oh, Lord. Help us. Just help us. I'm tired. <laughs> It does seem like the the obvious move on the part of the church would be to rise up. I mean, the obvious move on the part of the people mm. who are now suffering because of this fool that they done set up uh, on on his clay feet uh, as an idol for them to bow down to. It just seems like a natural reaction would be, oh, we should really dismantle this idol. Um, right. And yet history has only proven to us that that will not happen. Uh, yeah. And this is why I don't have any, I don't have anything else to give, to trust. Mm. I don't have any more hope for mm. whiteness uh, or for the people who worship it. I just, mm. I, I got nothing left. And I, in some ways we all started out with nothing, <laughs> but um, mm. there, there was at least this idea that we could racial racial reconciliation conference our way into beloved community with these jokers. <laughs> um, that season has passed. Uh, there was this idea that we could uh, hire the fiery speaker to come and say stuff that our scared, uh, terrified board of directors were too afraid to say, but they believe it. So they had a Nicodemus meeting with black women and said, I'm going to pay you a couple thousand dollars to stand on a stage Say some cool, fiery mm, stuff. Then after mm. you leave, I'm going to try to smooth it over. But say, Come oh, on. you know, maybe this actually makes sense. What Dr. Edmondson said, what what Ekemeni said, what Michelle said. Maybe this actually makes sense. I'm uh, That season is over. Mm. Because we, we have done right that. You know what I'm saying? We, we have come to your churches. We have put ourselves on your stage to have well, um, danger, kind of danger, emotional danger. tomatoes thrown at us. We've had threats. We've had our children's lives threatened. We've had lipstick smeared all over our hotel windows. We've lost, suffered, and bled now. And y'all can't do right. Not because you Mm. believe that the Lord is on the side of nationalism, but because you are terrified to lose the money and the social status that it's going to cost you to actually follow God. So I'm, I'm out of sympathy. And all I have is congratulations for people who wake up and realize this is the time, like your Nana's life is on the line. And now you can wake up and say, oh, I really need to preach conversion to my nationalist worship, my people who worship nationalism. It's time to Mm -hmm. preach conversion. So Mm -hmm. our evangelism is now to our people who are literally dying because the idols that y'all worship Mm -hmm. can't, can't save a life. And li- and all they do, all they do is wreck the lives of the people who have crafted them with their hands. So that's why this table, mm. at least for me, is about mm. some kind of solace and being able to tell the truth and yeah. to not have to code switch about it and to mm. not be afraid that the people we're trying to minister to will only be able to accept our love, our appreciation, our mercy, and yes, our ministry that they'll only be able to appreciate it in the dark. I'm out mm. here about let's bring mm. our sisters into the light and let's show them love in the light. And by showing mm-hmm. them love, it means demanding that their lives have value. 
So yeah, we gonna go ahead and love on the old white folk that all the uh, crazy nationalists hate. They could come in here too. Our chitlins mm-hmm. are for you, okay? Mm-mm. Our, you know, <laughs> our, our cookout. What? <laughs> you can you can come on over to our cookout, but uh, but I am I'm literally done trying to preach to yeah. white America because they oh, don't God. they don't want to yeah. hear. Nobody I mean, we are we are covenant me. people. You know, we're covenant people. You know, covenanted to a covenant God, and so Amen. those who plead the blood, those who are waving the blood-stained banner, those <laughs> who have confessed their sin and repent, you know, whether regardless of race, color, creed, sexual orientation, if you wave that blood-stained banner and love God with both body and soul, you are part of the covenant family. And we are covenanted to you by the blood of Jesus, okay? Yeah. Uh, not by the blood of rams and goats and, and bulls okay. that can't save, like those of the white evangelicals who are following and devoted to their cult leader, their idols. Those white evangelicals need to be evangelized. And they need the gospel now because they've believed another gospel, a false gospel, mm-hmm. one that cannot save, one that only Steals, kills, and destroys as we see what is happening right now in this here land of America. So we're going to take a break on that note. (laughs) And when we return, we're going to talk more about bees and diseases and anything else that comes to our hearts and minds. Stay tuned. Hey, y'all. So, you know, the three of us at the table, myself, Michelle and Christina, are all anti-racist. As such, we are always trying to slay white supremacy in the name of Jesus. And so we are actually proud to share with you all this book, Healing Racial Trauma, The Road to Resilience by Sheila Wise Rowe. People of color have endured traumatic histories and daily assaults on their dignity. In the new book, Healing Racial Trauma, professional counselor Sheila Rise Rowe exposes the symptoms of racial trauma to lead readers to a place of freedom from the past and new life for the future. In each chapter, Sheila includes an interview with a person of color to explore how we experience and resolve racial trauma. And get this, our very own Michelle Higgins is an endorser of Healing Racial Trauma, The Road to Resilience by Sheila Wise Rowe. And of course, Sisters at the Table get a special discount. You can save 40% off of Healing Racial trauma when you order at ivpress.com using the promo code TRUTH20. The offer expires on September 30th. Don't forget to use your promo code. Tell them we sent you by using the code TRUTH20 at ivpress.com to get 40% off of Sheila Wise Rose's new book, Healing Racial Trauma, The Road to Resilience. And we're back at the table talking about bees, disease, and oh my, all right? And whatever <laughs> else comes to our minds. Um, <laughs> Steve, what's on your mind, sister? You know, I was just, uh, the other day, so I've been, I've been doing a lot of writing in the midst of a, a pandemic, which is not conducive to writing and or thinking, <laughs> right. by the way. Um, I think the only thing that we should do now is probably clean and build stuff. Um, like, I just don't think this is right. a good time to actually uh, put out our best intellectual thoughts. But nevertheless, I was looking at some of the um, 
some different historic confessions and um, denominational state- statements, that's, you know, mm-hmm. um, in, in the States uh, and in the Eastern Church and just all mm-hmm. over the place. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at the, the Belgic Confession just the other day. And, you know, Belgian Confession is, is really old, but there's a portion in it that talks about the the true church and the false church. And right. the there's a portion on the false church that just struck me so hard. I had mm. I did not notice it in the way that I did the other day um, in the past. And so it says, as for the false church, it assigns more authority to itself and its ordinances than to the word of God. Mm. It does not want to subject itself to the yoke of Christ. Come on. It does not administer the sacraments as Christ commanded in his word. That's actually a really heavy statement if you think about what the sacraments are. It rather adds to them or subtracts from them as it pleases. This makes me think about people who change the doctrine of baptism in order to allow slavery. Um, it bases itself on humans rather than Jesus Christ. It Uh-oh. it persecutes those. And this is the part that really stood out. It persecutes those who live holy lives according to the word of God and who rebuke it for its faults, greed, and idolatry. Uh-huh. The false church, <laughs> the false church is known for persecuting other believers, actual Uh-oh. believers who call the false church out for its greed and idolatry. Now, this is the Belgic Confession. We're talking about wow. hundreds of years ago. And mm-hmm. I just wish people would look at their confessions like they say they do. Because they're so confessional. Yeah. Because they're so confessional. <laughs> Ain't biblical, but they're confessional. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. Oh. Come on. Come uh, is on. there a difference, though? Oh, my God. <laughs> I got clapbacks for days. Okay. I'm in my pandemic clapback bag. (laughs) You know what? It was the bees that set us off. Y'all know that, right? It was the bees, the dragon size bees. They set us off. Yo, because if Pharaoh would have let our people go, this wouldn't be happening. Okay? (laughs) Trust. Why is this? Why? Why? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I think it also speaks to our interconnectedness, right? Because although, what you gonna do? Although we were crying mm-hmm. out, we were giving warnings. We were the town crier. You know, we were trying. Like y'all, come on now. You know, get get in the boat. Get in the boat. You know. Um, and but regarding no people listen, right? People still went and did what they wanted to do in that election booth or that voting booth, whatever. Um, and and now. We're all suffering, right? To varying degrees, you know. Um, you know, the rain that falls on the just and the unjust, and we, 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 we soaked. You know, some folks is drenched. You know, some some folks got a little drizzle. You know, but at the end of the day, we all soaking wet. You know, under the weight of this suffering, under the weight of this pandemic, under the weight of these just crazy, crazy. Like when we are done with this recording, we're gonna see news about something else that is just wild. Like I, I'm already knowing because <laughs> that's just the nature of what's been going on. Um, and I just, the real, we cannot divorce ourselves from our neighbors. We have yeah. got to love our yeah. neighbor as ourselves. And if we don't love ourselves, we don't love our neighbors as ourselves. We are, that is an offense against God, the holy God who formed you in your mother's womb. Like what is going on? Like we are just so deficient in our 
theology, like basic 101, Christianity 101 of loving yourself, loving your neighbor, you know, and all of that is wrapped up in the Imago Dei. I just, it's a lot. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it's going to take. We we need a supernatural intervention, you know, uh, at this point. We need revival. We need revival. Um, yeah. And that obviously that has to begin in the church. Uh, you know, I just, according to Peter, it, it starts, judgment starts in the household of the Lord. Uh, and I just, we need to wake up, wake up, oh sleeper, arise from the dead. We've been asleep for far too long. Uh, it's just, yeah. 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 Mm-mm. And see, and even, even in this conversation right now, I just know how deeply ingrained the delusion is. It's so it's so deep that people will be like, "Well, the Democrats can't save us." Let me let me let me let me be clear. Let me be clear. Let's be clear. Let me be clear. Before you, uh, I don't want <laughs> people putting their hope in the Democrats. That's it. Uh, that's let's, right. let's not be crazy and deluded. However, ain't nobody at this table putting their hope on the Democrats. We Trump, know. I know that's a sin. Like I know that's wrong. Like right. that's, that's wrong. Wrong. So right. Um, and yet, and yet, we're deeply interconnected. You know, we, uh, uh, Kimmy, you talked about how loveless, how you can oh, see mm-hmm. the, the consequences of lovelessness, and mm-hmm. and maybe we can talk a little bit about that. How do mm-hmm. how do we maintain love um, in the midst of such such a culture of hatred and selfishness? Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm talking about within our own hearts, right? Right. Um, so how 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 does love flourish now? Ooh, that's a good question. I think part of, honestly, I actually even think this episode is um, a reflection of love, you know, um, to our Nicodemus, maybe white evangelical listeners uh, um, who be voting for Trump. I think that this is uh, even an act of love. Like, you know what I'm saying? Truth, truth is not divorce of love. You know, it's a, it's a, it's an outworking of love, right? Um, if I don't tell you the truth, then I clearly don't love you. Um, and, and I think in some ways we have to love people into the light and the way that we love people into the light is by telling them the, the truth, right? And holding out the grace that's available in the gospel of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, right? Let me be specific because I don't know. People who got different Jesus is out here. Um, and so, but Jesus Christ of Nazareth offers grace, you know, um, and, and, and once, once we repent, we confess and repent. Um, and so I, I also think, um, seeing, uh, even those, you know, uh, those who, who elected this man, seeing them, um, as, uh, those who have, uh, who are under a strong delusion, you know? Um, so, so it helps for me to not think of them, um, or think of this, uh, battle, if you will, or, um, as, uh, in terms of just flesh and blood. Right. Um, I actually just see a lot of spiritual activity, <laughs> you know, I don't know how else to put it, but I really see like, oh man, this is powers and principalities at work. Like, these people are really under a strong delusion because um, idolatry has that um, numbing effect. Um, it has that, it dulls the senses, it dulls your um, ability to see, it, it dulls your ability to hear. Um, and Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice and another they won't follow. Um, and so I, I I see that. And so then I, t- I take pity. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and so that helps me to uh, 
It helps me not to harden myself against them. It helps me not to hate them. Uh, it helps me to pray uh, for them and pray that God will remove that those scales, remove the delusion, uh, so that they can actually, you know, um, see the beautiful light of the gospel that's held out for them. That they, they can, you know, they can actually let down um, this white nationalism. They can they can um, put down white supremacy. They can put down their whiteness, right, um, and, and and take up. The, the fruits of the spirit, take up, you know, um, the banner of faith, take up, you know, uh, 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 the, the, the blood of Christ and the flesh of Christ. Right. Um, as Jesus calls us to, to do eat the flesh, eat the, drink the blood. Uh, so I think about all of those things. So that helps me to actually maintain love, if that makes sense. Uh, I hope that's not inaccessible, but that's the way that I can, <laughs> um, keep from being hardened or being very, I don't know, I guess uh, un, uh, too angry or be, con- be consumed, I could say, consumed with anger um, over this because there, there's a legitimate reason to be angry, right? Um, but I, I, those things help me to keeping the spiritual factor before me helps me to see like, okay, you know, there's some powers and principalities at work. This is idolatry. And this is very clear because, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know? And so, so that helps me to kind of, um, hold out love, um, and speak that truth in hopes that, you know, that, that some will turn, that some will turn and, and be saved. How about for for you, Emerson? I think there's a lot to be said for, um, boldness, um, that lacks testimony of transformation, Mm. right? And that's Mm -hmm. very specifically this kind of, uh, the kind of boldness that is born from humility and knowledge of one's own need, which I think is the most holy boldness because the fiery, uh, the fierceness with which Jesus preached came from knowledge of his soon come sacrifice. I think there's just, mm. to me, there was, I think about Ephesians, different, Marks in Ephesians, I think it's four and five, where uh, at one point there's talk of, we speak the truth to each other because we're members of one body. So you put away falsehood and you tell the truth because you're united in Christ. Yes. And to, to be members of a household of faith and not tell the truth about um, what we what y'all have called the myth that is the United States mm-hmm. to not tell the truth to each other about that is actually not behaving like we're unified. Mm-hmm. And so tribalism that is nationalism is not love. Uh, nationalism as it deifies whiteness is literally hatred. It is, is born in massacre and deception. And the Bible says those things are murderous. And so that's not love, but love is speaking the truth. And, uh, and I think that when the Bible tells us again, in Ephesians that, um, when we become more like Jesus, we live into a boldness to sacrifice. That's the part that I think gets a little difficult. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> becoming like him, <laughs> which right. means that uh, it means that I I know I no longer carry regret for sacrificing whatever time and 
sadness and even, you know, mm-hmm. suffering the abuses of, of bearing witness to the dignity of people of color. But I understand that as part of what it's like to live like Jesus. And I think that even our, um, our Black brothers and sisters who are being liberated from internalized racism, they understand the sacrifice of losing whatever they lost to be free. Our white brothers and sisters who are uh, being set free from worshiping whiteness, they understand it as a sacrifice, that losing whatever they lost um, was a sacrifice for, for God's glory. And so I, I believe that unless we are humble enough to see our own need, and that is maybe just another way to mm-hmm. say that I have a log and I might see your speck so clearly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but unless I'm in the daily practice of recognizing my log uh, that's in my eye, then I will be bitter and I, I will be bitter and blind and my mm-hmm. children will suffer for it and your children uh, will mm-hmm. suffer because mm-hmm. of it. And I believe that our, our being bold enough to say whatever it costs However you feel about me, however you hate or pretend to love me, whatever it costs, mm. the sacrifices that we give out of knowing that Jesus' life, Akimini was saying, keep me near the cross. And I believe we also want to be near the empty tomb, knowing that no sacrifice we give can, well, really, care, can really kill us. No sacrifice that we right. give can really cause us to perish. That makes us able to say that as God prepares a feast for us in the presence of the people who are our frenemies, mm-hmm. their transformation, like you just said, Eve, their transformation mm-hmm. can actually give them access to that feast. Amen. Love is saying that this boundary that I'm building to keep my children alive because you don't care if they're alive or dead. You don't care if old people eat or starve. You don't care if folks' lives are sacrificed because you want to open your state so you can get a haircut and a taco. This boundary I'm building so that we can be safe is not a boundary that you cannot cross through Mm. repentance. That's Mm. love. Because Mm. let's face it, y'all done built a wall that I could never cross unless I paint my skin white and change how I talk. Y'all done built a boundary that I could never cross unless I sit around and confess and say that uh, because of the way God made me, I'm not allowed to teach nobody nothing. So the boundaries that we're building are not boundaries of hatred. Mm -hmm. They're boundaries of life. They are Mm -hmm. gates that have doors by the Mm -hmm. glory and mercy of God. The gates Mm. around the cities of beautiful black children that we're building in our own homes These gates have doors and those who call upon the name of the Lord, those who are humbled in the presence of the almighty to be bold enough to curse the evil that rules this land. They may enter those gates no matter their creed, no matter their color. And yes, no matter how they voted in the past, they can Mm -hmm. still enter those gates. And that to me, that's the greatest love of all. Come on. Come on. Mm. It's forgiving your enemies, loving your enemies, you know, mm. to life. That's that's a Jesus thing right there. That is a that is a Jesus thing. I was thinking about um uh there's a passage in the book of John towards the end where uh Jesus gives his disciples like the great, you know, like the basically the apologetic strategy that we consistently uh mm-hmm. do not accept. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're always like reject. <laughs> we're like, mm, I think I, I have another way. Drag us every time. And then, basically, he's you know he gives his final command, a new command I give you: love one another as I have loved you. Yes. So you must love one another. Mm-hmm. And by this, mm-hmm. everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And so that, you know, that text in and of itself is already gripping. But what I find fascinating is the is that, and this is what I imagine in my, you know, hopefully sanctified imagination, is that before he even gets the last words out, if you love one another, Peter says, Lord, where are you going? And mm-hmm. I think that's just a, that's a fascinating question to ask mm-hmm. immediately as Jesus says, I'm going to tell y'all what you need to be known by and, and what type of love you need to show and that it is going to be the very thing that lets people know that you are my disciples. And right. Peter then responds in fear. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? Mm-hmm. And I think that, I think that's where we sit right now. We like the church, right. uh, we who, we have, no, we who know that we have, um, we who fully recognize that we have not obeyed this command in and of ourselves, but collectively as the church, as our, as the, even the American church witness right now, we've not obeyed this command. And mm. we're left with this fear of like, where are you going? Mm. Because we know we cannot do this. We cannot do this apart from Jesus. We cannot do this apart from the spirit of the living God. We cannot do this apart from uh, the hand of God on us. Mm-hmm. Um, to to love in this way, to love in the way of the apologetic, and I think the, what I have seen now is all these conditions that ought to make us deeply needy. They ought to make us feel like we are blowing this. Like we we cannot we cannot write enough books. We cannot preach enough well sculpted or dynamic sermons. Like we we cannot meet this need. We need the spirit of the living God to put in us the ability to love each other as a witness to who we are, his disciples. Um, mm. And I think Peter saw that and Peter's fear spoke out and saying, where are you going? What you talking about? And I think even right now, when I think about our state of lovelessness, I'm left with a sense of fear too. Like, but, oh, but I need you here, Lord, for us to do this. But yet God still gives us this command. Um, and I, I, I hope that this season brings kind of an outbreaking and outcry of pleading for the spirit of the living God to mm. teach us to be people that love. We clearly cannot muster this yeah. up on our own. We can't, we are not, we cannot muster up this type nope. of strength no. Um, no to way. do this. And it's clear. I mean, I think it's easy to pick on in, and by the way, rightfully so, cause they clown and, you know, the 81% of white evangelicals who voted for Trump, they're easy to pick on, but but lovelessness is just, you know, when you're in the majority and you have majority political power, your acts of lovelessness are further expounded. Yes, yes. Power plus whatever your bias is, whatever your your dysfunction is, whatever your stronghold is, it maps out more more dramatically um, on the society, on the family, on the community. But all of us with more or less social power and station um, there are huge consequences for our lovelessness. And so I think for me, I'm just trying to be mindful more and more of pleading for the supernatural ability to love, to love love each other Um, and to not respond in fear, but to respond in, in faith that, that Christ will Mm -hmm. meet that need by his spirit. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. 
beautiful way to 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 close the show you know um talking about love and the need and this and it's only spirit empowered no way can we <laughs> love just in and of ourselves right and in our flesh it just ain't in us to do it um because no. if it was then we'd be doing it right <laughs> but yeah we do we have to pray for the lord to help us to love folks well um mm-hmm. not just those that are easy to love but those that are hard to love and mm-hmm. recognizing Most that we that we too are sometimes the ones that are hard to love. How about that? Um, you know, and, and just being able, um, you amen, know, I amen. mean, that, it, it, it takes it and, and asking God for humility too. Um, you know, cause I think pride is a real, 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 um, barrier to love. Um, it's real. Uh, it's, a, it's a true barrier to love. Um, oh, yeah. uh, because then you think, yeah. you know, you all that, your stuff don't stand, you know, mm-hmm. you got it together. The other person don't, whatever, you know, it's a, it, 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 it hinders that love. It stops the flow of mm-hmm. that love. And so we need humility. We need more grace. Um, um, and we just need more, the ability to see ourselves too, right. To see ourselves clearly, um, standing in the need of that grace, of that mercy and of that love so that we too can bring, give that, give that, um, give that out, um, mm-hmm. to those whom we encounter, um, and so my prayer, our, our prayer, I think, is that that revival would come, that we will be revived yes. in our own spirits, that we would be able to love well, um, to to love the saints well, but also love our enemies well, um, and and that we would be found, um, you know, uh, um, found blameless, right, in God's sight, because we're trusting in the righteousness of Christ and not on not our own, um, and so. So yeah, I think I think that's our offering today. <laughs> that's, 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 at, least, at least I know that's my offering today. Uh, is he take like, we ain't got no money. <laughs> I ain't got no money. I can just tell there's that. So receive these here rags, Lord. I didn't have money before the pandemic, and the pandemic Look. stuff it shut it all down. Sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness! Anything else y'all want to add mm-hmm. before we say goodbye to the sisters? <laughs> Yeah, y'all got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try to love somebody today. Love somebody. Love somebody. Love Show them love. Show love. Love them well. Love them the well. They need a love today. Love, the yes, love is, yeah, is love. Sweet love. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, give, us, give, us all, give us many song titles. Love is in, I was love is say, need. Love yeah, love's in need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say love the one you with. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> That's a well, that's another that's, that's another excellent uh, advice for COVID. That's another episode. That's another episode. But yes, love, love, love your neighbors, y'all. And the way uh, practical ways we can do that, wear your mask. All right. Mm-hmm. Stay home if you are able to do that. Because everybody's not able to do that. That's Everybody, you know, we have essential workers at the table, that's which right. we're so grateful. Or if you have the privilege Mm -hmm. of staying home or you have family and you're able, you know, to stay at home with them and isolate with them, stay home. Mm -hmm. Those are the ways that we can help. Check in on people. Mm -hmm. That's how you can love, you know, at least during this pandemic, you know, Um, pray for people. That's a way of loving people. People are really going through. People are really suffering. If they come to your mind, pray for them. If you hear somebody say on their timeline that somebody's dying or or they lost a loved one, pray for Mm -hmm. them. 
You know, these are practical. I know you're on your phone. So <laughs> these are practical ways, practical <laughs> ways that we can be loving people. And guess what? When you do that stuff in secret, you don't have to announce it. Mm-hmm. I know this is that this is a novel concept in the age of social media, but you don't have to announce it. <laughs> you, you could just go ahead and see it and pray for that person. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's just these are the practical things. It's the, the, the it's the it's little things that we seem to to miss or bypass or skip mm-hmm. over, you know, um, and hurt people in the process. So let's just let's try to love one another um, as Christ is loving us. You know, and keeps on loving us. You know, so. a, a perfect love cast out fear. Yeah, and so yeah, much no of, yeah, so much of the, um, the idolatry, so much of the uh-huh. polarization, um, so much of the meanness is rooted in this fear of self-preservation of a uh-huh. hopeless people, uh-huh. and hopeless people will cling to their idols because they they whisper lies. Oh yes. Um, and so I, I don't know any other way, uh, based on my faith convictions, that a human heart is changed outside the radical grace that is extended to them. Mm-hmm. Um, then, that, then that can be painful sometimes. Um, but and it, it, the truth of it can be shocking. But ultimately, it is grace that changes a hard heart. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I'm praying that, um, you know, we as believers will will believe the gospel uh, apply to our hearts, but also apply to our neighbor's hearts that it mm-hmm. actually will produce good fruit. Yeah. Um, that's all I got right now. Amen. <laughs> Let that radical grace fall, Lord. Let that radical grace fall and help us to right. see our enemies as, as, as sheep without shepherds and let your heart go out to them and your empathy, empathy flow to them and yes. let your prayers rise up for them. Let us pray. Psalm 82, verses 2 through 4, read as follows. How long will you defend the unjust and show partiality to the wicked? Defend the cause of the weak and fatherless. Maintain the rights of the poor and oppressed. Rescue the weak and needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. Oh, Father God, our hearts cry out to you today with great sorrow, with great heaviness, with tears in our eyes, O God, lifting up to you, O Lord. Just the tragedy, O God, that is the lynchings, O God, of Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor, O God. Your precious creations, your precious children, your image bearers who were slain, lynched simply, because they are black and beautiful, God. Right now, Father God, I just lift up, lift up to you, Lord God. Uh, Ahmad's family, his mother Wanda, Lord Jesus, um, his mother Wanda Cooper, Lord. I, I lift up to you, Brianna's mother, oh Lord God, um, Mrs. Um, Palmer, Lord. I pray, Father God, that you would wrap your arms around them right now, oh God, that you would comfort them, comfort them, oh Lord God, as they are just mourning, grieving, in shock, oh God. Um, And as a fight for justice for their precious children, Lord, I pray, Father God, that you would bring comfort, O Lord, to friends and family who knew them personally, personally, Lord. Then I'd also ask that you would send, um, provide comfort 
for our community, oh Lord God, as it just feels as though we are just being pressed, oh God, on every single side, oh Lord. And it feels like we are being crushed, oh Lord God. We know your word says that we're not, but Lord, it feels like we are, oh God. We're asking you, Lord God, to show yourself strong. Your word says that your eyes roam to and fro throughout all the earth, seeking someone to show yourself strong to. And Lord, I ask you to show yourself strong, oh Lord God, to Ahmad and to Brianna's mom, to their siblings, oh Lord God, that you, Father God, would give wisdom, discernment um, that's needed, oh Lord, for, for, for their lawyers, the defense team, oh Lord God, that is seeking uh, justice on their behalf, oh Lord. I pray, Father God, God, that you, oh Lord God, uh, that the uh, the officers, oh Lord God, that the other vigilante who recorded Ahmad's lynching, oh Lord, will be brought to justice. That they, Father God, would um, would uh, be stripped of pay, stripped of their badges, oh Lord, and that they, oh Lord God, will be taken into custody, oh God, and that they, Father, would uh, would would pay the price, oh God, for what they've done, God. And I just pray, Father, that you, O oh Lord God, would help us, that you would help us to continue to look to you and lift our gaze toward you and fight and work on behalf, O oh Lord God, of our brothers and sisters. Help us, Father God, to make the calls, to um, send out the emails, O oh Lord God, on behalf of um, Brianna and Ahmad. Lord, help us, O oh God, to be able to donate if we're able to help us not to get weary, weary in well-doing, oh Lord God, um, and help us, oh Lord God, to know that you, the judge of all the earth, shall do right. And that although justice seems to be elusive to us, oh Lord, we know that it's not because we know that justice is a person, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we know that all of history past and the present, oh God, is moving toward your ultimate justice, oh God, your restoration, oh Lord, and your redemption. It is coming, oh Lord God. We have to wait for it. Though it tarry, help us to continue to wait, oh Lord, and not to get weary while we're waiting, Lord. So I pray for the comfort that we need, oh Lord, to continue to fight. I pray, God, you would give us a renewed sense of hope, even in um, what seems like a hopeless um, situation, just hearing back-to-back slayings of our people, Lord God. I pray, Father, that you, oh Lord God, would just continue to help us, um, give us the resilience that we need to put one foot in front of the other and continue to cry out for justice, oh Lord. We pray this all in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. I want to thank y'all for taking a seat at the table with us. Um, and of course we want to thank our sisters for taking a seat at the table with us. Let's keep the conversation going. Tweet us your thoughts about bees, disease, and oh my, um, using the hashtag truth table, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at truth table, or email us your thoughts at asktruthstable at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Truth Table has a Patreon account now, so you can send your love offerings to www.patreon.com slash truthstable. Or you can bless us at our PayPal, which is paypal.me slash truthstable. Truthstable is made possible in part by Pottery Studios. Visit Pottery.com for the highest in quality online audio entertainment. Our producer for the show is Joshua Heath. Our executive producer is Bo York. And we have been your hosts, Akemini, Michelle, and Christina. We'll see you soon on the next Truth Table. Bye, y'all.